Right, we ask that everyone please rise and face the east with us as we do the Moorish American prayer. We always stand facing the east with our heels together and feet at a 45 degree angle. Holding up two fingers on the right and five on the left. Repeat after me. Allah. The Father of the universe. Father of love. Peace. Freedom. Freedom. And justice. And justice. Allah is my protector. Allah is my protector. My guide. My guide. And my salvation. My salvation. By night and by day. Amen. Right, Islam, Morris, Islam. Uh, first, uh, excuse me, Morris. This meeting is now open. This is the Morris Science Temple of America, Muslim Mission 30, Columbus, Ohio. First and foremost, I want to rise and give the highest praise to the Most High, the Father of the Universe, our Father God, Allah. We also extend honors to our prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We also extend honors to the forerunner to the prophet, our dear brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey, for preparing the way for purity and love. We extend honors to all the Adep Sheiks and all the faithful Moors that make up the grand body of the Moorish divine and national movement. We extend honors to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheik by our prophet, and that's our dear brother Emily Ill. We also extend honors to the current Supreme Grand Sheik and Grand Council of the Moore Science Temple of America and honors to all those in attendance with us today and all the faithful Muslims here on this call. Islam, Brother Jackson Bay, would you please read our divine constitution and bylaws? Islam, Grand Sheik, I rise giving perfect praise to Allah and honors to the Prophet Juali. Honest to our forefathers and our foremothers, and honest to the Asiatic nations and the Muslims all over the world. Salvation, Allah, the Moorish Science Temple of America, the Divine Constitution and Bylaws. <laughs> the Grand Sheik and the Chairman of the Moorish Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the Prophet and the Grand Body of the Moorish Science Temple of America. The Assistant Grand Sheik is to assist the Grand Sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and it is known before the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Act 2, all meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest, because on a Friday the first man was formed in flesh, and on a Friday the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his Father God Allah. Father God Allah, for that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims, Act 3, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Morris Science Temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because Allah is love. Act 4, all members must preserve these holy and divine laws, and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Morris American, you are part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. Act 5. This organization of the Morris Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. 
Act 6. With us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians, because these these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Nobuju Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites, whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplifting acts of the Morris Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Morris Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love, and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah. Noble Drew Ali, founder, Moorish American prayer, Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector and my salvation by night and by day. Through his holy prophet, Juali. Amen. The more science time, home office in Noble Juali, home office, Chicago, Chicago, Illinois, USA. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Peace and love, Muslims. All right, Islam and gratitude, brother. Uh, brother Kobe, would you please read our writs? Islam, Grand Sheikh. I rise and give perfect praise to our great God, Allah. I rise and give honors to our prophet, Noble Juali. Rise and give honors to the forerunner, Marcus Messiah Garvey, the harbinger. Rise give honors to all ills and bays, all miles on the call, and all miles on the planet. To the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America, Islam, this is instructions from your prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Be faithful unto your forefather, divine and national creed, that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world, and his judgment is on now. But the weak can comprehend it not. Then the times are drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet, I, Noble Drew Ali. And that is why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see. Ears to hear, but cannot hear. Least they'll be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors. And every evil spirit is moving. And they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your prophet. Watch your enemies, dear Morris. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, noble Drew Ali. Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work, in their homes, and on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards to Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom. 
When these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I, the prophet, found you. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Noble Drew Ali. And the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, sent out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting their prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace. Noble Drew Ali. To be proclaimed in every meeting. Islam. I am glad I have a few to know I have a few faithful Moors among you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens, they are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds. The ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moorish movement. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I need finance so badly as I do at present so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nation of the world will not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being hit. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Islam, Islam, Islam is the masters. Gratitude, brother. Sister Lachey L., would you please read our additional laws? Islam, I rise and give our praise to the great father God Allah. Honest to the prophet Noble Juali, honest to the forerunner Marcus Messiah Garvey, honest to all Muslims on the call and all Muslims around the world. Questionary and additional laws for the Moorish Americans by the prophet Noble Juali. Act 1. Grand Sheiks and governors and heads of all temple, all business, each said temple must be approved by the prophet Noble Juali. Before acting upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance ETC that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction ETC by the prophet or the grand sheep. Act two, all members are to attend their ADEP meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period, she'll be fined 50 cents on the first case and on the second, he will be fined $1 which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the more uplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, as I have the power invested in my hands 
and I would have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must properly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school. And the teacher must confirm itself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out of your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, color folks, black people, or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now. And all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Nobuju Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moorbites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and parcel of all uplifting acts of the Moor Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moor Science Temple. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of all of humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Juali, through the guidance of his father God, Allah. Islam. Happy Sunday. Islam, sister, and gratitude. Brother Seymour Bay, did you have a question? Uh, no, Sheik, but if um, I can read tonight the uh, divine warning if you need someone for that. Okay, Islam, perfect. Um, we're yeah, going to do that. that. Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and read that right now, then, if you're ready. Islam, you can get that recording a rest today. <laughs> All right, Islam. <laughs> First, I rise and give praise to the Most High, <clears throat> Father God Allah. I give honors to our Holy Prophet, Noble Drali, for bringing us a divine creed and nationality. Honors to the forerunner to the Prophet, the Honorable Marcus Garvey, for paving the way. I give honors to all the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America and all you faithfuls on the call today. Peace and blessings. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens cared to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government, excuse me, and cling to the names and principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to that state of mind to their forefathers' divine and national principles 
that they will be law-abiders and receive their divine rights as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine and national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world, excuse me. <clears throat> and through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under granted privileges has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those in no law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they're glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is the free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I'm hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work, because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I'm depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asked for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger, the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizen of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and the South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there is but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost 
and that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills, and neither will be harmed, because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come, because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people, and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, diseases, ETC. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government, being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens than believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good, but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way, and without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there's not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically ETC in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of action, and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. They have fought the Southerner for all these great misuses. But I have traveled in the South and have examined the conditions there, and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives their life. And I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. From the prophet, Islam, Islam. Islamism. All right, Islam and gratitude, brother. Um, we're going to be speaking about the higher and lower self today. We're going over question 70 through 80 in the Quran questionnaire. And before we get started, let's speak to our guests. Um, uh, sis, we have a sister, Kayla, and also a brother, Nathaniel Ritchie, on the, um, in, on the line with us today. Uh, sister, uh, please let us know where you're calling from. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm calling in from Columbus, Ohio. Okay, perfect. All right, um, sister, please, in the chat, uh, share your, your phone number and email with us. And okay. um, after, after the uh, meeting, we'll send you some information. All right, gratitude. Okay. Yes, gratitude. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, brother Nathaniel, please uh, let us know where you're calling from. High vibrations. Uh, I'm coming, calling from Atlanta, Georgia. All right, great, great. Uh, brother, please also share your phone number and email with us in the chat, and we will contact you later on also with some more information. Yes, sir. All right, gratitude. Gratitude.
Islam, uh, somebody's mute. Is you me? Oh you man, I'm, yeah, my, yeah, apologies. <laughs> I didn't realize I was muted. Islam. Gratitude, brother, there, yeah. So, um, so this, yeah, this last paragraph is highlighted, right? So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way and without understanding they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin okay so the prophet is saying he's putting out a divine plea to all true American citizens he's not just talking to us everybody here okay to help and remove what? This great sin, which is being committed by who? The white man, right? Because at this time, okay, in the 1920s, our communities like were in distress. Our people were getting lynched openly and there was no sanctuary, right? There's, there's a book, I believe it's called Without Sanctuary and it's just filled with pictures of lynchings and it's only our people. So, you know, he must be talking about the white man, right? No, right? He says, this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America. Okay? So why? The, the, the prophet was there. He was born and when? Anybody know when was the prophet born? Islam, 1886. Islam, brother I think he went mute by accident again. Oh, Islam, brother. Islam and gratitude, both of you. So he was born in January 8th in 1886. Where, where was he born? Was he, was he a city slicker? Was he born in New York? Was he, where was he born? Islam, North Carolina. In North Carolina in 1886. Okay? So that means the prophet witnessed Jim Crow era. He saw some of these things that took place, like this graphic that's up on the screen, these so-called black massacres, right? Talking about Asiatic people, right? Our, we had neighborhoods, and in some cases, entire towns and cities that we had control of, meaning we had legitimate governments where we had the city council and all of that, you know, even the school systems, everything being run by our people, okay? East St. Louis, that was an Asiatic town or Asiatic part of town. Rosewood, okay, in Florida. Everybody now, I guess, has heard of Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, right? Vicksburg, Mississippi, okay? Wilmington, North Carolina, 1898. Legitimately, a, you know, Asiatic town, okay, that was ran, you know, by our people. We had control of it. And, and it, that government was overthrown by people of European descent. They came in, you know, they were jealous, angry. They wanted to take it over. They kicked our people out. The ones who wanted to stay or who were real successful got lynched, okay? And then some fought back. But all, all you know, at the end of the day, most of them lost. So their land was taken, their businesses were taken, 
and there was no compensation for this, you know, like still to this day. But just showing all of this stuff up here, you see a lot of these lynchings happened in Louisiana. So it was all over. It wasn't just down south, even though a lot happened down south, but also New York, Detroit, um, all over, even in Chicago, Springfield, right? Philadelphia, this says 1985. You have some recent massacres up here like Charleston, but this was happening a lot. And so the prophet was alive during this time right <laughs> excuse me my grandfather he told me he actually saw people hanging from trees before our people right he saw it with his own eyes and he'll never he never forgot that he wasn't able to forget that imagery okay so the prophet was alive in this time and and he said what what did he say he said the great sin and he put it on us and i'm just trying to put this in a proper perspective so the great sin which is being committed and is practiced by my people in the United States of America. All right. So we're suffering of our own, you know, it's our own doing. He said, because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light. What is the true light? So they've fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there's not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically. ETC in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. We're going to go to this. Okay. They themselves have forced upon a civilized world. They will not reframe from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought about Jim Crowism, right? Right. The laws being passed to restrict what we could do. The lynchings. No. No. Sorry, Morris. No. Okay, <laughs> so did they themselves try to force upon a civilized world, putting it right back on us, right? Trying to force, we're in our lower self and trying to force it on a civilized world to accept us as this, right? So he's saying, putting it back on us, we brought about Jim Crowism and segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. So the prophet's not, you know, being foolish, acting like, oh, Europeans got nothing to do with it. Uh, you know, their hands are clean. No. He's saying that, that none of that stuff would work if we weren't what? Following someone else's ways and stuck in our lower self, right? So we're not sitting here blaming people, right? We, we stand on love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice for real. So we, we don't down other people anyway, but we know that we suffer for ourselves. So he, when he's saying that, um, when he's speaking about the light, the true light, Right? saying that they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. He's speaking about this, the true light, true knowledge of self, because people get some information, right? You get some information online, right? Before the internet, we used to have to get information in books and in, in, in the streets, because there's information in the streets. So at least it used to be. Now everything's about being dumb and stupid, but you can get information by getting out there and talking to people. And then of course, from the internet now, right? It's all the internet, but the internet's not going to give you true light. So the true light is, is knowing and applying, right? This understanding of your true nature and to know the true nature, right? Is to know the higher and lower self and to know that we are to subdue the lower self. It's not really our enemy. The only reason we would describe it as the devil, as Satan, is because it's in control, right? The lower self is this little tiny voice that most of us don't even hear. No. 
excuse me. So um, this meme that's up on the screen, right, just explaining the ancient Egyptian thought, right, Egyptian gnosis, right, the, the hidden knowledge and understanding was all about subduing the lower self. Like you see the, the casket up here for the pharaoh, for the nobility, and it shows the, the shepherd's staff, which is um, um, mercy, right? This is a way to, you know, for shepherds, for people dealing with animals like sheep to, to get them to come back to the flock peacefully in a way that's not going to hurt them. But then you have the whip, which is more severe, right? Like they're not obeying. Come on, beat them into submission, okay? And so these things were put on the feral staff symbolically, right, about mastering the lower self to remind you constantly. And so everything was all about reminding this, this to keep this at the forefront of our mind, which is why it would have been built into stone out of metal and then also like carved into the walls, right? Paintings, everything was resembling this, um, this metaphorical, you know, mastery over the lower self. It was in everything, okay? And so like people who later on we're coming upon this culture. They didn't understand it. They think all oh, these people are set, obsessed with death. You know, they, they don't understand. They don't know the real nature. And so this understanding was returned to us by the prophet Noble Drali, this ancient understanding to get us back into the ways of our forefathers. All right, because that's why we're suffering. So that's why he said, you know, this great sin. It's not like he's like, oh, the Europeans didn't do anything to us. No, it's like, look, none of that stuff anyone tried to do to us you know, would work if we know our true nature and then knowledge isn't good enough. You have to apply it, right? And then that's why we have a lot of people, we got a lot of smart dummies out rocking, walking around here. They think they know something, but they're not applying it. They don't really know anything. They don't really want to do the work, right? This is boring. They're talking about this spiritual stuff, right? Like, come on, like, you, you know, it's, there's no power in this, any information, if we're not getting to the true light, right? Understanding our true nature. And so this is why he said they've fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. Then there's not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, ETC in their present condition. And so he's saying this, and then also throwing in that they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. And he was saying this in the 1920s, right? When, you know, if you look at the music, maybe that we were putting out, what were we putting out in the 1920s? Jazz, right? It wasn't even as bad as it is today. So it's devolved. Things have gotten even worse. Okay? It's gotten even worse. And so that's why we still have conditions. You know, that's why we're still at square one. We have to build everything from square one, even though it's been 100 years almost since the prophet started this. Okay, and, and instead of the Moors who were there with the prophet following suit, holding it down, right, building a nation, okay, many of them fell apart, went right back to sleep. And so we are at square one today, and I'm trying to get something to come up here. Okay, here we go. Okay, so we're still at square one. Hang on. Okay, so yeah, 93 years ago, the prophet set this up and actually declared us a nation. 
we recognize we have every right to build our nation, right? We're protected. This is under our religious freedom. Nobody can come against this. We're not trying to overthrow the government or anything like that. Anyone who's talking like that, they're sadly mistaken. They're misinformed, right? But we are building up our own. And we're coming back into our, our true nature, coming returning to the ways of our ancestors, right? But why, why are things still like this, right? Why was it even necessary? So um, just fast forward into, um, you know, what the prophet was talking about then with, with us um, being in utter sin, right? Not coming into the true light and then trying to force our current state of being on the entire world. None of them are going to recognize us, right? None of them. Okay, we can't push this to the world. Ooh, this is me. You know, I'm sexually free. I'm down for whatever. I can do anything. We can't push that on the world. Try as me as we might. It ain't going to work. And then the, another thing is, we can't push this to the world and then get upset when, like, for example, African immigrants, people like from Nigeria and places like this, look down on us. Tell their children, you better not bring one of them home. You can get with a European before you can get with them, right? You can't get mad. You can't get mad. Why would anybody in their right mind think this is cool, especially if they have a culture? And that's the other thing. Some of them come over here, and then their children are born here, and their children want to be a savage N-word. And they getting locked up. They selling drugs. They got baby mamas baby daddies, right? And they have a culture and a language and a land and everything. And they coming over here getting caught up. So, you know, it's it's not cool. And there's no protection in this. Nobody has to recognize us, right? We even have people over here who's from like this dude. He's from London, coming over here, acting like a savage N-word, right? Which they, yeah, the sister's right. They act like that in London, you know, but they trying to do what? They trying to be cool. They're trying to be like us. Okay? So we can't push this to the world and get what we want. Like, it doesn't matter. They have the Black Lives Matters um, protests all over the world, and it ain't stopping nothing. It ain't getting a single law made to protect us. Okay? So we can't push this on the world. You know, pants sagging down to my knees and, yo, respect me. Like, no. Nah. Pills and automobiles. Come on, man. We can't push this foolishness, right? We can't. It ain't going to work. And it don't matter how many views it get, 300 million views, it don't matter. What are you telling to the world? I'm a savage, right? I'm a B-word. What's the B-word? Morse? That's a that's a female, that's a female carnivorous animal. It's a female wolf, dog, fox, or otter. All of these animals are vicious. You think the otters cute and cuddly? They're vicious. I've seen otters eat an alligator alive. Okay, so this is what it's about, right? Oh yeah, we push this to the world. Yeah, I'm a boss. B word. So, you know, I'm not saying that you go around, hopefully, 
You don't call yourself this, okay? But this is what's getting pushed, and this is what a lot of our people are caught up in, and this is why you suffer. The prophet said this back then, and that's why I'm just saying this ain't boring. Uh, we don't need to do no. This still applies. It applies even more today than it did then. Okay. So you can't, especially you can't claim to be a more. The Moors, from our perspective, are the creators of civilization. All right. This is tying yourself back in to ancient Atlantis, Lemuria, all of that. You can't be that if you think you a boss B word. Nah, nah, you a savage. You a female dog, wolf, fox, or otter. That's what you are. You get no respect. Don't get mad when you get shot in the foot. You savage. You should have scrapped it out with that fool. Because you savage. Right? You a carnivore. <laughs> Seriously. This ain't cool. Right? This, this fool. Swimming in a sea of guns. And, and they from Buffalo. Right, see a gun, sees a he's swimming in seas uh bricks. He got coke, he got guns and drugs. Okay, so they these these dudes they so hardcore, right? They so hardcore, but that didn't stop this dude from driving three hours to Buffalo so that he could go shoot some N-words, right? He got pictures posted with his family online. He ain't thinking, oh, somebody might come and get my family. They might retaliate. He ain't think nothing like that because he dealing with savages. It's, it's kill or be killed for savages. It's every man, every woman for themselves when you're dealing with savages. Savages are unorganized. They are here for us to kill. They're vulnerable. We can do whatever we want. Look up the Buffalo NY rappers, right? Right, and then these dudes, this Griselda, what are they supposed to be so hardcore? They so gangster. Okay. And if you look at any of these people, you know, they they all talking about the same thing, you know, selling drugs. Now it's doing drugs. It, it used when we like right, Kobe, when we were coming up, it was about selling drugs. Right? If you want to be cool, you you gotta be associated with criminal activity, you gotta be selling drugs, you know. Just a bad person. Now it's about doing drugs, right? Popping pills. Hardcore. So they hardcore. They in New York. They in Buffalo. And that, you know, that didn't, I mean, nobody cared. Nobody respects us in that state. And they know that we're not going to do anything. And so we can't be like that. It's not going to work. It didn't work then, right? In, in 1920s. They, they weren't innocent either, okay? They weren't innocent either. And so it didn't work then. And this silly, goofy, cornball behavior definitely isn't going to work now. There's nothing cool about, who well, you got guns and, you know, designer clothes or whatever. That's stupid, okay? But people, grown people, people my age are doing this when they should be ashamed of themselves. And the prophet warned about this. If you're still doing this, in 2022, 2023, you are marked for destruction. Not because I said it, right? If you still like this on the other end of the spectrum, you about overt sexuality, pumping whatever, um, whatever agenda is 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 set for the people, right? If you're about pumping that stuff, 
you're marked for destruction. Okay? And it's not because I said so. I don't control this stuff. All right? We've seen the Georgia Guidestones, right? We've seen that. That's not, it's not make-believe. It's not make-believe. And the reason I'm saying this is because like in the divine warning, he warns us. He didn't warn us for no reason. This is very real. This is so real that it can't be left out. This is why he said this is the only way to salvation. I'm not trying to pump the temple and get more people to join the temple. Like we, we need to build up our own community. We need our own town. We need to grow our own food. They're putting stuff in the water. We need, like, we can't trust the people who are running things to do what's right. They're not going to clean the earth up. They're going to keep, they want to pollute the ocean. They have a island, and I'm not just naming all the problems, okay? There's a solution more. Stay with me. But they got an island floating around in the Pacific Ocean. It's just plastic. Who does that? So they, you can't count on them. Like when we were children, growing up in the 80s and 90s, they had Captain Planet. They pumped us up to go out and save the world. And we telling our parents to recycle and all this stuff. And, and then you get out there and you get broken because nobody cares. Okay? They, these people who tell you to recycle and all this stuff are the same ones that's polluting. Right? Polluting and shooting and putting drugs in the community. That's what they do. That's their game. Not knocking them because that's what they do. They're good at what they do. Nothing's going to change unless we change it. So like, you know, we're about actually building our community. And so going back to this, like um, the prophet gave the warning. He put this out there, right? That, um, he gave you an example of what will happen, right? If we, if we do the right thing, if we come into our own, he says that, you know, that the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments in the world how if we stand on love truth peace freedom and justice if we come into our own love truth peace freedom and justice will be what reigning in the land that's the ideal that's the ideal but you know just to be honest it's too late for that okay he said in those days it would be one of the greatest and most civilized and prosperous governments in the world but if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in where? In, in Africa, in, you know, in, in Brazil, where? In North America, by my people, the prophets from North Carolina. He talking about the so-called N-words, in Asiatics, okay? In North America, by my people, in this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes so he's letting you know what's happening enormous earthquakes diseases etc all this stuff is going to be wiped off so it's it's marked for destruction okay so we see the the um virus that i can't name right that's disease it don't matter if these things are man-made they will be man-made it's all the in divine order it's all a part of the program okay so you got the, like I was saying before, you got the Georgia Guidestones. These people actually spent all this money to make a monument. You can go see it in Georgia, a monument with these stones that weigh tons that are written in eight different languages that tell you the plan. Maintain humanity under 500 million. So if there's 7 billion people in the world, that means 
the majority got to go. Hey. So if there's 7 billion people in the world, the majority got to go. That's not because I said so. I, I don't want that to happen. This is terrifying. It's horrible. Right? Guide reproduction wisely. Unite humanity in the, with the living language. So this is so important that it had to be done and designed and put into all these languages and built so it can withstand whatever is coming. Okay? So this ain't put out here to scare folks. Okay, don't be scared. Okay, this is not put out there like that or anything. Just we have to keep it real. Okay, we have to keep it real. This, this is not a game. It's on. It's not my opinion. This is just being observant. It's on. So if a hundred years ago he came with this message, right? And you know, 2022, right? We're still doing this mess. It it's time for destruction, okay? And that's why you have the virus that I can't name, and they're trying to force people to do things they don't want to do and bankrupt the economy and all types of things, okay? Like, there's some things going I don't want to mention because I don't want people to think I'm trying to make you depressed or, you know, scared. But Morse, it's on. All right. And, um, you know, we need to realize how serious this is. Okay. We have to come into our own and we have to take these things seriously. We have to internalize these teachings. All right. And if we're not doing that, you know, we're, we're not truly following the prophet. This, this is the only way to salvation. I mean that. Okay. And, um, let me get out of here. Hang on, Morris. We're going to go ahead and go into the Quran questionnaire. <clears throat> um, we're going to go over questions 70 through 80. And hang on, let me pull this up. Okay, so we're going to go over the questions and... Um, if you have anything you would like to share, any um, anything you would not like to demonstrate, feel free to speak up at any time, all right? Um, but just going back to this, right? So talking about the higher and lower self, all right? Um, question 70, what is the higher self? The higher self is the mother of the virtues and the harmonies of life and breeds justice, mercy, love, and right, all right? And remember that, you know, with this being described as the mother of virtues, the higher self, all right? And we, do we understand what the higher self is? The higher self is Allah in man. Man being, you know, not gender specific, speaking about everyone. So that's, that's Allah in you. It's spirit, meaning it's not of the flesh, right? It's beyond the flesh. It's spirit. In actuality, it's connected to everything. All right. And so it's the mother of virtues and the harmonies of life. That means that it it breeds it. You know, it like it says here, it breeds justice, mercy, love and right. So it's the it's the mother. That means that it gives birth to it's the source. For all virtues, all harmonies. 
okay? And then you get examples, justice, you know, mercy, love, right? So wisdom, sincerity, faith, hope, charity, gratitude, compassion, all of these good things, which are virtues, right? Like greed, that's not a virtue. Greed emanates from the lower self, right? Jealousy, that's not a virtue. That's the opposite of a virtue. It emanates from the lower self. You know, it's coming from ignorance, a limited point of view, right? But wisdom, compassion, sincerity, faith, hope, charity, these are all virtues, right? And they come from having a higher understanding, wisdom. Even when things don't seem to be going right, you still have faith. You still have charity, right? You're still helping others. You still have gratitude. Why? Because the higher self, the spirit is not afraid of death, right? It's not fearful. It's not limited. And so this all emanates from the higher self, meaning the higher self gives birth to that. It's the source of all of these virtues and the virtues bring harmony to life. So that means whenever harmony exists, the higher self is present because the higher self gives rise to all the harmonies in life. And that's like the opposite of the music that most of us listen to. Even the vibration that it's on, okay? Even the beat, even the the frequency that it's on is in disharmony. It's bad for yourselves. If you just played this music for a plant, the plant would die, all right? Not trying to make anyone feel bad because even knowing this, I'm still listening to this stuff sometimes, right? So I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad. So, but this is being pumped to us for a reason. It is not for your greater good. And so this is really important for us to understand. And also because I'm hoping our children are listening too and getting this. This stuff ain't cool. It's not good for you. Most of the people that you see in here, they have teams behind them. They didn't create anything. They're getting paid to pump your genocide to push your death on you, okay? And so um, just going back to this, so, you know, all of that stuff, it's, it's a, against the higher self, right? And it's to keep you stuck, so stuck in your carnal nature, the flesh, the meat body, carne, carnal, that means meat, carne, right? So to keep you stuck in the meat, the body, the flesh, in that lower consciousness. Why? Well, the answer is right here. Question 71, can the higher self pass away? No, that means there's no fear of death. You can't die. Why? Because it is a lie in man. You are connected to the creator. They left this out when we were in the church, right? In Christianity, they gave us what Constantine and them decided to politicize Christianity and make it the official state religion for the European nations. We're going to have the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Even though that's not in the Bible. What does that have to do with anything? That's just what they decided. So you have the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And who's the Son? Jesus. But in the Bible says you're all God's children. It even says ye are all God's. Wait, hold up. Jesus said that as well. So that's in the Bible at least twice. They didn't teach us that, right? But the prophet had to give us the keys. So the the higher self can't pass away 
because it's a lie in man. And so if all the music is lower self, lower self, lower self, lower self, lower self, you're a beast, you're a savage, you're a B word, you know, this is what's getting pumped. Even if you don't hear the lyrics, that's what the frequency of the music's on. What is the lower self breed? Hatred, slander, lewdness, murders, theft, and everything that harms. I'm going to say this again. I say this all the time. That's a hit record right there. This rap mess is so corny. We can make that a hit record. Hatred, slander, lewdness, murder, theft, and everything that harms. Mumble rap now, all you got to do is put it to a beat. It's so stupid now. That would be a hit record. That's what the lower self breeds. That's what it's all about, to keep you stuck in the body. The body can't lead you to salvation. The only thing the body's doing is trying to, you know, sleep with another person. Yeah, let me eat all this food, right? Who cares about the consequences? Let me try that. See what it does to me. Drink this, right? All right. What did the higher self say to the lower self at one time when he met him? Where are you going, Satan? What was the answer that the lower self gave to the higher self? I am going to and fro the earth seeking whom I may devour. I'm going to and fro the earth seeking whom I may devour. Okay. And that's that's pretty much all. That's that's like the biggest import or one of the biggest imports that this country has now okay and like this country meaning the united states of america has multiple resources like it's an abundant land it's abundant in almost everything but in this day and age one of the biggest exports that it has is music and and movies and tv shows entertainment and entertainment only because there's an understanding that we can subliminally program people we can go straight to their subliminal mind and so one of the biggest exports is black music black culture and so that's and since it's all on the lower self frequency what is you know we by default we're traveling to and fro the earth seeking whom i may devour let's get your little girls to be promiscuous and to be confused about their gender and to be thinking that they supposed to have a pants sagging and be, you know, selling. Now it's not even selling drugs. It's doing drugs, right? Popping pills, swimming around in guns and bricks. And like, come on, this is what's getting pumped to the world. This is the lower self traveling to and fro, seeking whom it may devour. So anyone that gets caught up in this, they're going to be stuck in the lower self. And this is a part of the whole plan with the um, Georgia Guidestones that were just up here. Didn't it say it's got to get the population down to 500,000, 500 million? So that means billions and billions of people need to be gone, right? So that's all a part of a program for genocide, okay? And they say that the meek shall inherit the earth. We, We don't have a clue. Only a handful of us are aware of this. The rest is just going along with it. Okay? So that's that's the answer, right? The lower self game. I'm traveling to and fro. And, you know, our people, you know, willingly participants, right? We make everything cool. 
you know, you don't have to be a rapper to be promoting this mess, right? You're just doing it. You don't even realize people are looking at you trying to copy and be like you, right? And they even in our lower state, even though we're stuck in ignorance, stuck in the body, they're trying to be like us, all right? But the time is over. Has he finished his task of devouring? Yes. The time was over, um, metaphorically speaking, when Jesus overcame this, right? He demonstrated the ability to subdue the lower self, to fully unfold Allah within. It's over with. It's over. Once one person does it, we all realize it can be done. When um, Usain Bolt, right? He broke the record for, um, what was it, like 100 meter or something like that? He broke the record, right? So when he broke the record, his own countrymen, you know, came close to it. And somebody else is going to break his record. Doesn't matter what scientists say about how fast it's possible for humans to run. Once some person does it, the rest are going to do it, you know? Once some person realizes that they can fly, right, (laughs) even without wings, they can just jump and start flying, guess what? Other people are going to do it. All right? That might sound really crazy, but, I mean, we, we don't know what's possible. Once one person does it, guess what? That record's not, it's never going to stand for long. Our records are made to be broken. Okay, so once it's shown, it's put out there, hey, you can do this, right? So it wasn't supposed to be Jesus, oh, he's the son. Dude, what, what power is that? How does that empower you? What does that do for you in your life? Nothing. You're supposed to venerate this person? No, we're all sons of God, right? We all have the keys to the kingdom. We're supposed to follow the example and unfold a lot within us, which is within our Quran. That's why we study, right? We have the actual steps in there that we can follow to subdue our own lower self, to unfold our higher self, because with with each step you take towards subduing the lower self, you're unfolding Spirit man, which is a lie man, the higher self, Islam. On that note, um, let's go ahead and move on. Um, let's open the floor to questions just in general. So, you know, anybody has any questions or any comments, feel free to speak up. On that note, I yield the floor, Islam. Peace. I have a question. All right, uh, Islam. has anyone done the paperwork to correct their status then or that's kind of like a given in the space that many people have okay so that's that's a good question um so there's there's a lot of different schools of thoughts that people thinking that there's things that we can do to like get freedom like you know like um by filing different things and um you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I don't, just try, I'm trying to be respectful. Like, at the end of the day, none of that stuff really holds any weight until we move together as a collective. Where did the prophet set the more science temple of America up? You know, from a paperwork perspective, he set up a religious corporation through the Religious Corporation Act in Illinois. Um, it's referred to as Hers Revised Statute. Um, when you look at Hers Revised Statute, you see that he followed the steps to set up a religious society or body politic. A body politic is a nation. It's a capable, it's a nation, it's a nation state that's capable of self-governing. And then he moved as a nation. 
They had temples all over the country. They had their own economy as far as having their own businesses, you know, working together. And then he actually traveled into different countries such as Cuba and Mexico and was recognized as a head of state because he had thousands of members who would move in one direction, right? Mm -hmm. They were getting people in office. They were able, and, and also they had their own, um, they had a treasury. And they, so they were collecting money, collecting taxes. So they were capable of um, sustaining themselves, right? And from an international law perspective, like in particular, looking at Bouvier's law dictionary, there's like three or seven requirements for statehood from an international law perspective. And he satisfied them way back then. And um, the temple was set up in perpetuity, so it doesn't expire at any point in time, right? And so the, the work has already been done. But here's the thing, like at this point in time, you know, we our um, people kind of dropped the ball. So they you, we would have to start over. We would have to start to build things back up in order for it to carry any weight. It wouldn't matter what paperwork I file on my own. You know, I'm still be by myself. And there might yeah. be some other Moors over here who did it and some Moors over there who did it. But collectively, we ain't nothing, right? But um, if we actually follow the example that the prophet set for us, which would lead to us having our own towns, you know, politically, following the laws and structure that's here right now in the United States government to, you know, have our own towns, but we're moving as Moors now. And, mm. you know, we have our own city council and all of that. So we control that. And then we're moving more towards independence. That's the direction that we have to go in eventually to move more towards independence and actual statehood. But, you know, you can't skip to that point. And that's mm -hmm. what a lot of people don't want to hear. And I get that, too, because, like, we were so, um, when we, you know, got into this information, like, we were ready. We were ready to go. We were so ready to go, we left the country and moved to Brazil and lived over there for, like, five years. Mm -hmm. So I get it. But at the end of the day, it's not reality. Reality, we had to have at least one town before we can even open our mouths mm. say anything because it's like we we still over here talking about give us food like who's growing our food mm -hmm. give us water where's our water coming from do we have any of that stuff secured no so if we don't have any of that stuff secured it don't matter what we file because mm -hmm. they can just be like well we're gonna put this stuff in their water take all them fools out mm -hmm. it's like we we so we got we have to really put our boots to the ground and build it up. And, um, you know, we need people to come in who's like not scared of that. Who's not like coming in, like thinking it's already built up in some fantasy land. Like where, where the Moors at this controlling stuff? Where are the Asiatic people anywhere this controlling stuff, especially as far as this country is concerned? So we need people that like realistic to see that they want to come in and build it. They're not coming in like, well, what are you going to do for me? Like, Mm -hmm. we, we gotta like we got work to do you know and so like yeah man that the paperwork stuff it don't, it don't mean nothing and we don't even have a town not even one we really need to have towns all over the place and then we start pushing for statehood and as long as we doing it as you know law-abiding members of the Morris science temple of america nobody can come against us this is mm -hmm. why I, I can speak like this openly and this isn't seen as treason it wouldn't even matter if like the FBI are here right now listening to us. I'm not saying anything wrong. This is not treasonous. This we are protected. The prophet set this up. This is a part of our religion. 
It's a mm-hmm. part of our religion to build up our economy, to push for statehood, nation, you know, independence. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's, that's necessary. And we wouldn't be the only people. You know, you have Mormons, you have all types of people who are doing their own thing here. So it wouldn't even, but like, this is, this is, we're protected moving. Like that's why we read the laws. Like at the beginning, anybody out here talking radical, they out there on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're not anti-government. <laughs> that's, that's stupid. Anyway, just from a civilized perspective, like if you're talking to a head of state from another country, they're not going to be speaking radical. Mm-hmm. They have like a lot on their plate and people that are dependent on, they're not going to do any of that. They have to like confer with their, you know, constituents before they say something stupid. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that. You got people online just getting out there. talk. You got people out there getting arrested. <laughs> I'm not even going to say, you know, it, cause it's, you know, it's bad. You got people out there doing stuff and it's like, no, no. It's, it's not about any of that you know yes we pushing for independence but we we must get there for real you know yeah thank you so much T- to me right now it's just like uh, the message is to just immerse myself in studying like actually getting the knowledge and then like the wisdom part applying it and then yeah connecting with people who are in a similar on a similar vibration essentially and I guess yeah trusting that the paperwork aspect and like the nation building aspect will develop naturally from the foundation of understanding first islam so to answer your question about correcting your status the best thing to do in all honesty is to join the temple and um i mean is there some people who join and you'll never hear from them again like some people join because they were scared when the um, vaccine stuff maybe i shouldn't have said that word but when that stuff came out (laughs) They want to get the little, you know, the protections that we do have. Yeah. Even in our lower state, we still have, even though we got to start over from square one, there's still some protections from being aligned mm-hmm. with the temple. So they, that's why they join and you never heard from. But like to, you know, really want to correct your status, become a faithful member. And mm-hmm. like you were saying, like study, because it's, it's about, okay, spiritually, we, we work into, you know, to really be who we're supposed to be. The people who built the pyramids, right they they weren't like getting high and drunk every day and sagging their pants mm-hmm. you know and so like we have to work to be that you know to really be those people and then like from a earthly perspective putting our bread together so that we can get our own businesses and towns and industry and secure our resources because the destruction is on and we mm-hmm. don't really have time to play games because they really out here Carrying out the King Alfred, you know, play. They really doing it in real life. And so, like, we really need to build our, you know, our our um, towns, our cities. We need to build our nation for real. And so, like, that takes care of everything. From a spiritual perspective, we're actually going to bring out our potential by subduing our lower self and doing it as a collective and building our towns off of these principles, you know? Because Christianity, no knock to it, because, like, we would never like talk bad about any other organized group, but it didn't work for us. Mm-hmm. You know, the same, uh, our fellow white Americans, which we, you know, we had nothing, no, no hatred, but like they, you know, they were Christians too. And they were going and burning crosses and killing our people. And they saw nothing wrong with that. And we, and we Christians and, and selling drugs and got no problem with that. Wearing the Jesus piece while doing it. 
it didn't work for us. And we have, this is, that's why the prophet said, this is the only way to our salvation. We have to come back in. And um, then, you know, the constitution is up here. This keeps us in line. This keeps us protected, right? We're, we're protected. There's no harm that can come to us. We're not to cause confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution to say government, like we, we do this, we're good. And, and we make the moves physically to, you know, for more independence and more control over our, you know, resources, our reality, you know, from a physical perspective. So we take care of the physical and the spiritual. And, um, you know, that's, that's how you um, correct your status, though. Yeah, yeah, align yourself with the temple and be a faithful member. And, you know, collectively, we will gain more power and things that we need so that, yeah, you're recognized, but, you know, we got to get our game up. We got to step our game up for it to really have more weight. But um, first, join the temple and become a faithful member. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, does, does anyone have any questions or any um, in, insight, anything you want to share? The floor is open. Um, there's no, you know, bad questions. Somebody else probably had the same questions you got. Um, Islam, brother Nathaniel, you had a floor. Islam, brother, I was um, I wanted to ask where could I access this information that we've been reading on, so I could study. Okay, um, yeah, I'll um email you. That's one reason why I asked for the contact info. I will email you both later on with um, PDFs of the things that we had up. Like we had, we were reading from the, the, the Moorish literature, but I'll send you both the Quran and Moorish literature, the divine constitution and the um, Quran questionnaire. And All right. yeah, so you, you can go over that. And um, you, if you want a physical copy, you can get it from the temple. I mean, you're in Atlanta, so you, you know, you don't have to get it from us, but like for the sister in Columbus, you can get it from us. But like for Atlanta, there's several temples in Atlanta. You, you know, you want physical copies, you can get it from, and you can study with. Because at the end of the day, you really want to like, you know, move away from the internet stuff and get aligned with real physical people, you know, in your state. Right. And start to build, you know, not just building a temple, like starting to you know, build businesses and, you know, acquire land and like, you know, taking it seriously. So, you know, everybody needs to get with people in the area. Islam. Okay. Um, yeah. Does anyone else have any questions or any, any comments? Islam. Islam sister. Um, on number 82, where it says Satan was to be bound in part, did you go over that? Because um, I see that it said in 83 when his head was taken off, but are there other parts? Um, could you go over that for me, Islam? Okay, Islam. So, yeah, talking about question 82 in the Quran questionnaire. All right. Was Satan to be bound in part? Okay, so... Um, we look up above the, that question is saying, what is the name of the person into whom Jesus first reincarnated? Okay. And it says prophet 
Muhammad, the conqueror. Okay. So um, this is um, insinuating like, okay, that when, when you're when you, um, speaking about a prophet, right? What is a prophet? This is someone who's aligned with the higher self. The higher self is what? Allah and man. Okay. And so when it's saying reincarnated, speaking about that energy coming back or that, which, which may not necessarily mean that personality, it's meaning the higher self being in union with Allah, the prophets, the difference between the prophets and someone else that's you know, out here doing a good work would be that the prophets unify with the higher self and they cannot do what we do, which is have free will that I'm not going to do this. This is going to make my life too hard. I'm not going to risk my life trying to wake these people up, right? The prophet's going to do it, even if it leads to their demise, right? And so this is saying this energy returns, okay? And the name of the person was Prophet Muhammad, the conqueror. And when it's saying Prophet Muhammad, the conqueror, right? Um on one hand, you can say it's just speaking about the prophet Muhammad, who is actually alluded to in the Bible. Um, there's, a, there's a portion in the Bible where it speaks about Ahmed coming back. Ahmed is another way of saying Muhammad, returning. But in actuality, I'm, I'm thinking this is actually speaking about a later Muhammad who came around this time that it's alluding to, where it's speaking about the Byzantine Empire. When was the head of Satan taken off? 1453. So this is like way after the prophet Muhammad. And um, the reason is speaking about this, like you were saying, what was Satan to be bound then? Satan was to be bound in part is because at this point in time, the Roman Empire, which would later become the Roman Catholic um, Church and all of that, right? So at this point in time, the Roman Empire is expanding. Okay, and they had already unified under Christianity. And, and in their form of Christianity, they formed politically they that thing I was talking about with the Trinity, the Holy Ghost, the Father and the Son, right? Which you would think, why not father, uh, mother and son, right? But that, that's what they decided. You know, who cares? That's what they did. But this was spreading across the earth. They were conquering. They were having colonies. Okay, they were growing. And it was um, stopped by the Muhammad at that time. It wasn't the same prophet Muhammad. This was another Muhammad. And he bound that empire in part because he conquered. I believe he conquered um, Constantinople, which was one of the capitals of the Roman Empire. And so this is why he was saying Satan was to be bound in part because it stunted the growth of this Roman Christian empire. All right. And by stunning it, it also stopped this spread of the colonialism. And the other things that would have came with that, because when they conquered the land, they oppressed the people. All right. And if you really look at things, not trying to be disrespectful, but we have to tell the truth. When you really look at the Roman Empire and, you know, the Roman Catholic Church and all of this, it wasn't spreading enlightenment. The way that they practiced and even the way that they still practice. Man, I don't even know if I could say this. But if you just look at what's going on and what's been going on with the Catholic priests, without being specific, 
the stuff that they do to the boys, okay? Church comes through and covers it up, okay? That stuff's not new. So this is a part of their empire and what they did when they conquered and went to places, all right? And so that was bound in part. Is this, in all honesty, yeah, I only... (laughs) I don't want to be disrespectful. I would just say, like, we have to be truthful. In some aspects, they're spreading the worship of the lower self. They're spreading that everywhere they went. Spreading, the, you know, the worship of the lower self, which is what we're full into now. Right? That's Western society. <coughs> so, excuse me. That's why this would be referring to, you know, the 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 um you know it was bound in part right because it got stunted you know they were they were growing and expanding and boom they you know ran into it with these muslims at that time and they stopped the growth of the empire islam does that make sense sister yes thank you gratitude all be studying that information thank you gratitude and then just to clarify too not talking bad about the Catholic Church or Christianity, just being honest. Many of the practices is spreading worship of the lower self. I mean, like, well, how else can you justify, you know, the officials, right? Speaking about the humans, not the potential of the religion, but the humans, like, they come through, they give people payoffs to make the accusations against the priests go away. Like, wow, why are they doing it? Right? taking advantage of their position that they have with the religion where the police can't really mess with them. It's crazy. All right, Islam. I saw the uh, sister too uh, had her hand up. Uh, uh, Kayla. Oh, hello. Yeah, I was just wanting to ask, going down the vision of having a nation, I'm just thinking of the picture that you showed earlier of the like the lynchings and the like the the massacres that happened when like melanated people did gather and be really successful say like economically especially so it's almost as if like that fear is like in my dna still and like my spirit wants to like clear that as i as i move forward if that makes sense so the question is yeah protect our assets the best we can islam so um that's yeah that's definitely a good question um so that's what that's what this is about right that's why we're here um one of the flaws with like how we did things previously okay um okay so I, I wanted to share some else. So one of the flaws with the way that we moved previously, we had our own towns. We were, we were doing it. You know, we literally, we had hospitals. We had our own school system, all that. You know, we, we were still doing it as a, um, literally as a, um, trying to find a way to say this, like, we we're like property. Mm. Okay. Um if we really look at like what the Europeans did over time, but you know, the people who, who were the masterminds of this, what they did over time when they created the Negro, right. It wasn't just, it wasn't just like 
a nickname to put on these people. And it definitely wasn't something that we came up with ourselves. It wasn't like something that we mastermind, right? This was created for us and it wasn't for our greater good. And so when we really look at what they did, okay, they, they created something that was separated from the family of humans that they could manipulate, that they could do anything to. And it didn't start in the um, 14th, I mean, the, uh, it didn't start like when they first came to the Americas. It actually started before that. The Pope got started with this when they declared the, the several like edicts that they put out, like the Dumb Diversus. They declared that, you know, anywhere they met the Saracens, the, the Turks, the Moors, that these people were to be, you know, were to be subdued and Christianized, right? They deemed us savages. And so once they started to establish themselves in our land over here, they started making laws like the Negro Law of South Carolina, where they defined um, Negroes, right, as descendants of enslaved Africans, right? Like we start as slavery. We not the we didn't we didn't even have no we were uncivilized. They had to give us a religion so that we could like stand up and walk upright and all that, right? So like like when you really look at the, the Negro law, it's like really heinous. And then this was done all over the country, right? They made all these black codes to further restrict us and define us, keep us defined, and we're still under that. So even in like the 1920s, even as the name changed, it went from Negro to colored and the black, it's still, it's still all alluded to the same thing. Like when you look at like the um, federal directive, like with, where they have the, um, the different ethnic categories, the main ethnic, ethnic groups in this country, right? Everybody is connected to an original people except for black, right? American Indian or Alaska Native. These are people having origins in any of the original peoples of North America, um, Asian and Pacific Islander, person having origins in any of the original peoples of the Far East, Southeast Asia, and et cetera. It, and then the only one that's not connected to original people, because white people, it says a person having origins in any of the original people of Europe, North Africa, or the Middle East, Black and Hispanic, only thing that's not connected to original people. It just says Black is a person having origins in, in any of the Black racial groups of Africa. Okay, and so they can't come out like they did with the Negro laws saying that, you know, it's, you know, that these are permanent um, slaves that, they, you know, they, they, they descend from enslaved Africans and their descendants like they can't just say that anymore. Right. It had to be updated. And this is like so ambiguous that even if I'm explaining this to somebody and making sense of it, like a, a lot of people still won't see it. But, oh, that's just a coincidence. They still won't even put even this has been um, in effect since like the 80s or 70s. And they still won't even just like just to make it look like they're not up to something. Just put the word original people in there. They still won't do it. Black is people that have origins in any of the black racial groups of Africa. What the hell does that mean? Okay, and so these people were. um, put into a status like from a legal perspective where they just they're just property and this is why like police officers can still um use loopholes in the law 
like the one that um, affected Dred Scott when he was trying to sue for his freedom. And they're like, uh, Negroes don't have any rights. Sorry, Negro. You know, you, you can't do that. That police officers in this comment, I mean, this modern day and age, they still use loopholes like that to get out where they don't even have to, you know, actually really face any potential jail time. Okay. They still use that. And so this is why they were able to overthrow elected governments like the one in Wilmington, North Carolina, which should have been treason. The army, you know, the National Guard, somebody should have been called in to correct that. But like if they did that to people who were, say, from India or somewhere else, there would be some retribution for that because those are humans. And they are, they fall up under the Constitution. And we went along with this sin, even though it was put on us by force, right? The prophet said, you know, it's our fault for going along with it. But like, you know, he didn't necessarily mean it like that. Like we, it was forced on us, but we still go along with it. We went along with it in 1928, you know, to go by Negro, black and colored, that still meant that we were going along with something that they put on us, you know, at least a hundred years ago. And we're still going along with it. We should have woke up then. And now like even later in 2022, we're still going along with it. And that's the main problem. And so if you are going to go along with this fake category that your colonizers created so that they could take advantage of you, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you because as long as you go along with that, you are, um, you're vulnerable. You're food out here for everybody else. You're disconnected from the human family and out of the line of kinship with our creator. This, this is from the book, uh, Negro, a beast or in the image of God. And so like a regular person, they just look at that and get angry, but it's racist. Look how they got the Negro painted over here in the dark. You know, that's, that's a, terrible image that's racist and then they got this fake adam and eve in direct line of kinship with god right but Moors look at that and they're like yeah you know we sidestepping that we define who we are it wouldn't matter what we decided to call ourselves as long as we do it as a unit and are organized in governing ourselves and every people have has that right in the world um you would think just in general but the united nations actually came together back when um obama was in office they call it the u.n drip they came together and put it you know made it official uh, international law that all indigenous people have the right of self-determination okay and and are able to do it unhindered upon it doesn't matter if some expert doesn't agree with us. They can kick rocks. Okay? And so if we're not willing to come and to do that, we will always be suffering. Right? Like, if, if you know, a lot of this stuff came through force. We put our own culture aside and became Christians. Right? Most of it was done by force, though. But still, we can't continue to go along with that right it should have been you know obvious that like we don't need to be christians 
because the KKK, they're, they're, most of them are Christians. The vast majority of them are Christians, right? And just in general, the guy who went into the church in Charleston and killed all those black Christians, he was probably a Christian. It's almost like white supremacy one-on-one. You got to be Christian, right? Not knocking the religion, though, but we, we still have to tell the truth. And so that was a big part of it. We have to give up theirs and come into our own. We'll never be successful as long as we're following after them. So the way that the prophet said it might have sound simple, but no, it's way deeper than that. We're always going to be food out here for everybody else. And we have to be brave enough to come into our own. A lot of our people, the only reason they're Christian and they'll never come into the temple and do this is because they're scared. They're scared. They think that they can, excuse me, they think that they can, you know, go along with the European and he won't whoop your butt too much. He won't kill you. Why would you think that? They have shown through history. <laughs> they will, they will, they will hate you even more for being so spineless. That will make them what that's why that dude locked up and loaded and went up in the church. He really hated them. He's like, man, why would they even be Christians? All this stuff we did to them, why would they even be like that? That made him have even more content for them. Right? Talking about Charleston. 2015 okay not knocking any religions or anything but this is how they think so we have to stand up on our own and come into our own and um we have every right to do this and um from one perspective now you're dealing with constitutional law we have protections that we don't have as whatever they calling us today I don't even know if it's African-American anymore because now they're pushing this ADOS agenda. Like, why would anybody want to call themselves a descendant of slaves? We descend from the creators of civilization. But, you know, just like in the 80s, they got, uh, I was about to say George Jefferson. What was that fool's name? They got um, Jesse Jackson to promote Afro-American. And we went for it. Okay, so um, we can't do that stuff no more. All right, we come into our own. We will be protected. We can build our own communities and our own security, but still, we now have the protections that everybody else has. All the other humans, black people are humans. That's how come people can gun them down and get away with it. Those guys that go up and shoot up the, you know, they they get arrested peacefully. They don't get shot. Okay? That's why. That's how come these people took over our towns. No retribution. Right? Not even a word about it. In the well, they're not gonna teach it in their schools. We used to have our own schools where we could have taught it, but like, you know, of course they're not gonna teach that. But nothing even happened, you know? They just now talking about some of the Tulsa victims starting to get um some type of reparations only to the survivors right so people who are like over 100 years old how many of them are there like seven <laughs> it's ridiculous this is ridiculous so yeah we we can't we can't do this man we can't and, and who cares if everybody ain't gonna wake up and come into it i mean there's nothing we can do about the great destruction that is here all right they say they gotta wipe out all these people and they're gonna do it whether we like it or not all right, but if you are aware, 
you can do something about it. You can build up your community with your fellow Moors and be good. Islam. Islam. Yeah. So you know, you know, they can't just go and kill a bunch of Vietnamese or Chinese people or something like they 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 gave Asians reparations just like that. And this was just for like some Asian hate thing that happened to a handful of people. They did this <laughs> in the same year. They got paid for it. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, but black people, you know, they ain't going to get nothing. <laughs> they, they formed the, the uh, committee to try to get them to study reparations. And they formed that like 40 years ago. And they still ain't moved on it. And, it, and it's like, well, you know, can keep being black and hoping that they out the kindness of their heart, throw us some nickels. Or we can come into our own, we can build our own communities. And, and then if we got to take it to, you know, court, international court, whatever, we'll do it. But then we can actually succeed because it's like everybody else who knows who they are, who are actually attached to the family of humans. Like, come on. There's a reason why when Abraham Lincoln defended William Dungey, right, William Dungey was a, would have been classified as black today. He, he was accused of being a Negro because he had... Um, he had people around him who were European. Like there was one guy who was like a distant cousin of his and he was European and he wanted the land. This dude came into um, inheritance. And so the way that you get land from Negroes is accuse them of being a Negro because Negroes can't own property. Mm. Negroes can't own guns. And Abraham Lincoln um, won the case for him by arguing that even though his client, you know, is brown skin whatever he's a more he's not a negro and that changed everything he's a more now what case is this up. um william dungy mm. you just type william dungy abraham lincoln you can get way more in detail than i can explain right now mm-hmm. he argued that his client was a more um william dungy was suing i think spencer uh, he was suing this guy for defamation because he accused him of being a negro so he could take his property and um, Abraham Lincoln won the case for him. And um, like this is the only way. This is the salvation. The people don't know. And that's why they suffer. Islam. All right. Um, are there any other questions or comments? Okay. Okay. So yeah, as Moors, there's nothing to fear. We're good. We're, we're now attached to the human family. Come in, align yourself with the Moors Science Temple of America and help us assist us in building up our community and our nation. That's the best thing to do. And, um, you know, this is real and we, we don't need confirmation from anyone else, but you can look throughout history, even in recent history and see that it does work. This is real. All right. This is the biggest secret. And so, um, just, put that out there in closing um also um please visit our website moorishamericans.com pull that up okay this is the website for our local temple um everybody can go on there you can make a free account 
just um, click the login, sign up, and um, we'll be using that more often. We have like a, a we have a forum on there. Also, everybody can go on there to pay dues or just want if you just want to send a donation to our temple, right? And um, you can just scroll down. We click at the top, click dues, and then you can scroll down to the bottom. You can click the donate button or the QR code, send donations to the temple. And uh, then once again, everybody make sure you make an account on there. It's free. And that's MorrisAmericans.com. And um, on that note, let's go ahead and go into the closing of the meeting. We do want to keep things timely. All meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Everybody who's able to please stand and face the east with us as we do the closing prayer. You do not need to repeat after me. We stand facing the east with our heels together, feet at a 45 degree angle, holding up two fingers on the right, five on the left. Want to do it? Allah, bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed and principles. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim. Amen. All right. Islam Moors, uh, peace and love. Appreciate you all. This meeting is now adjourned. Peace. Peace. Peace and love. Peace. Islam. Peace. Peace.